Welcome to Inbound Sales Journey. If you want to hone your sales skills and learn from the leaders on inbound selling, you've come to the right place. This episode of Inbound Sales Journey is brought to you by the Agency Sales System, the online course designed specifically to teach you how to build a rock-solid agency sales system inside your HubSpot CRM. Learn more at doinbound.com slash sales course. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan and Greg. Welcome back to episode number 42 of Inbound Sales Journey. I'm your host, Gray. I am joined by Ryan. And here's what we're getting into on this episode. We are going to be talking about what happens during the decision stage. So what we're doing is we're going through the sales process, what our sales process looks like for inbound services. Um, what we've primarily been focusing on is the sales process for a uh, for selling an inbound marketing game plan which would then lead to the retainer website, build the engine phase, whatever, um, kind of whatever comes next. But we're also kind of um, trying to cover the bases and also talk about how would this apply in uh, a retainer sale or website sale. So what we've done here is this. We've gone through the last three episodes here, which are the first three of season four. We talked about in episode number 39, we talked about how to run the connect call, your first uh, call with a prospect. Episode number 40, we moved down to the qualifying call where you're digging into your prospects' challenges, their team structure, their time frame, their budget, um, kind of the whole qualifying uh, matrix there. And then last week, we talked about the solution call. So when you're actually pitching your solution and trying to get buy-in, the verbal commitment. Which brings us to this week, episode 42, where we want to talk about uh, you should have, hopefully you've got a verbal commitment, and what we need is we need to get that verbal commitment in writing and get the process started to actually get going with uh, with whatever the service is. In this case, we'll, we'll primarily be focusing on a game plan. So, Ryan, I just set the stage. We've got the commitment. We've got it uh, verbally, but we need to go through and get it in writing. What happens now? This gray is where you bring home the bacon, hopefully. So uh, the decision stage, this one's the best because this is where you're actually going through getting written commitment as well as having them send out the check or invoice them, however you guys invoice them. So you have gotten the verbal commitment, and on this call, uh, just like all the other ones, you guys are seeing a a pattern here. We've set the stage. Uh, You should have sent them an email ahead of time. This is what we're going to be going through during this. We're going to be reviewing the paperwork together. Uh, and that way, if they have any questions, this can be addressed at that point, and we're going to actually uh, go through and sign everything together on this call, and I'll be with you to help you through that process. Great. The reason that we do this in the decision stage is there's nothing worse than sending someone a contract after you've gotten a verbal commitment, not hearing anything for a week, staring at your inbox and saying, what the heck, I thought that we had this figured out. That's the you worst. You put, in, you put in all that time and effort, and then you just can't quite set the hook. I know. So what we need is, at this point, we know who the decision makers are. We've talked with them. We've gotten the verbal commitment. There's no reason that they should not move forward. And so what we want to do is to help them do that together. So I think back, Gray, to uh, when I was selling houses, uh, we would always do contracts. Obviously, with that person right there, I'd be there to present it to them, to explain this is the deal with all this. And inevitably, as we're going through all the contract and the paperwork, uh, there's questions that come up. People panic a little bit. It's a big decision, and they're trying to figure out, should I do this? And what about this? And what about this? And what about this? 
when I came over to Guava Box, it seemed like a lot of agencies and even us, it was kind of like, all right, we'll just email them over the, the docky sign and, and wait for that one to get signed for us to get our check. And I would think to myself, I feel like you put in all that work and then there's just a large amount of things that could go wrong, a lot of questions and cold feet that could be had. And so why do we do it this way? Why don't we walk through the, the contract with them? And so ultimately, that's what we decided to do was to switch it up and go through that paperwork with them and, and it works really well. So what this is going to be, uh, typically we do it over Uber Conference, which is uh, basically a website that you can go to. We have uh, uberconference.com slash guavabox. They meet me in there and we can do screen sharing. And the reason that I want to do screen sharing is so that I can uh, be there to answer any questions that they have. So they'll pull up the contract that I emailed over to them ahead of time. We will go through it together and we will make sure that they are clear on expectations. So throughout each stage that you guys have heard about so far, we should be setting very clear expectations. Uh, definitely the you know the phrase of uh, of uh, under promising and over delivering is what you want to be following throughout each stage of the process. Here, you always want to exceed expectations for people. Uh, and so, what we want to do is we have them uh, go through this contract with us. We want to communicate and make sure that we go through things again, like time frame. Um, like cost, which all that stuff should have been uh, said before, how long they can expect to see results, what exactly they're going to be getting out of, you know, in most cases, the game plan uh, contract that we're going through. If you guys are selling um, retainers straight up, uh, even more important to make sure that you reiterate these things and then go through that paperwork together. And as they go through, they're going to be asking questions and essentially you're going to be there uh, to answer it for them. What I do and what I like to do, and maybe it's just a habit from selling homes, is because it's our contract, because I'm so familiar with it, I'll kind of present it in a fashion to them uh, and, and help them walk through it. And as there's going to be cues through that, that contract that are going to remind me to make sure that I'm, again, reiterating those, uh, those expectations with them. Then at the end, we'll have them sign that and, exp- and send the invoice to them uh, and just ask that they get that uh, sent over to us today. And then we can go ahead and, and get started uh, with them. And so that's what this, this process looks like, Gray, the decision stage. It's not super complicated. It's a fun one, though. Uh, and it also can be a, a little bit of a stressful uh, stage in, in the, the process and a little bit of a stressful call. Um, but what makes it easier, Gray, is as you go through this process more and more, you follow the process that we've laid out here, you'll get better and better at setting proper expectations of walking them through this. And so when you get to the decision stage here, things should really run fairly smoothly. But you'll find out really at this point just how good or not good of a job that you did uh, at communicating up until here when it gets to this call and, and you walk through this with them. Yeah, well, I think you mentioned expectations. That's the key to this whole thing because every step of the way, you're trying to prove to your prospect that that they can trust you and that when you say you're going to deliver something, that it gets delivered and they can expect the same thing when they're paying you their money to deliver services for them. So that keeps up during this phase. And the, the nice thing about this phase is hopefully you've already walked through the bulk of these expectations. Hey, here's exactly what goes into the game plan. Here's how long it's going to take. Here's how much it's going to cost. Here's how the payment structure works. All of that should have been discussed ahead of this. There might be some details that you've kind of saved and that, um, or not saved, but just aren't big enough to get to ahead of time. So um, details about what happens if you're late with a payment. That's going to be a term you have in the contract that you really, hopefully that hasn't come up ahead of time. Hopefully they're not like, hey, what happens if I'm late with a payment? Because that's a big red flag if you hear that 
initially. Um, so there's going to be some things that come up, maybe all the details on if you have a, a guarantee, which some agencies have done, they'll give you a guarantee on, uh, on their game plan. Um, you know, if there's details on that kind of stuff or who owns what, what property in the end, does the client really own the entire game plan and all of the intellectual property that was created there? Um, all of that should be in the contract. Those are all terms that are going to be in the contract that maybe you haven't discussed, but all the major points, um, should be on the table already. And so now what you should be doing is again, meeting the expectation that everything you discussed with a client has made its way onto paper and nothing has changed suspiciously from the, from the last conversation to today when we're going through and reviewing the, the contract. So I think, um, it really is usually not a, um, not an issue at all on this call. And then the, the thing that you have to make sure that happens is one, if you, you want to send over, there's a couple, I guess, tricky balances that you might want to play with at your agency. One is when do you send them the contract document? If you send it to them, do you send it to them a week ahead of time, give them a whole week to review it and decide to bail on that last call if there's something that they want to bail on? Um, that That's probably not the best strategy, but the flip side is if you give it to them five minutes ahead of time, they haven't had any time to review it, and so you're going through it live with them, which can be an advantage or a disadvantage depending on whether you want to put in, whether you want to jump on another call with them afterwards or um, or address those things right now on the call. So I think there's some uh, there's some variables that you have to figure out what works best for you and then also what's going to be the next step from here and how do you dictate exactly what's going to happen and agree together. Hey, you're going to have the contract signed by this evening. You know, if you've given them uh, advance notice and you've hopefully set some expectations around hey, we're trying to to plan into our workflow when things are going to start. It's not like you can just sign this thing, send me a check, and I can start tomorrow. I've got a team. I want to make sure that we've got the A team ready to handle your project. So if you can sign by this date, here's the date that we can start by. If you can sign by Wednesday, I can have a a kickoff meeting ready to go by the following Tuesday or the following Monday, whatever that is. You're laying that stuff out. Um, But what when do I need the contract? When do I need that production deposit? Uh, the check, you're going to pay 50% on the front end, and here's where that's going to come into me. And then also, when are we going to schedule that first kickoff call, and what are we going to be sending over ahead of that kickoff call? I uh, I like to have them sign everything right there on the call with me, Gray. I typically like to send it over about two days uh, ahead of time so that they have a little bit of time to review, but they're not sitting on it for an entire week. Uh, again, there's not like a you have to do it that way. Uh, I think you guys can kind of figure out what what you guys like to to do best. And then I ask them, you know, within 24 hours to have the, you know, I'll send them the invoice uh, after the like at, at that day when when we're going through that, and then have that within 24 hours. And if they do that, then we will be able to start at whatever date we said we could start. Um, at, you know, at this point you've already talked about time frame, Um, so that's going to be, uh, what we need. But again, it's, it's the way that I did things with selling houses. It just made so much sense that, you know, while people are buying something, you're there to walk them through it. Uh, I think, you know, what I find great is it makes people more comfortable that they have someone to ask great live while they're signing everything. Cause little questions will come up and, uh, yeah. So as long as you set ex- expectations, well, this should be, uh, be a slam dunk. Well, I think the biggest difference too, is the way that you, the tone of voice that you hear when you read a contract is not the, Hey, I care about you and I'm looking out for you. Type, <laughs> right. type, that's not the way that you, uh, that you infer the information that, that you're taking in. And when you hear somebody walking you through it saying, Hey, here's what this section details. Here's what these terms mean. 
uh, you just you just take it in a whole different way. And so I think that going through it live with people, aside from the ability to answer questions, is also just naturally going to put people at ease and help them feel comfortable through the whole process. Right. Yep. And then, Gray, at the end of this call, what I will do after they've signed everything, and we talk about we're going to talk about this in the next. Uh, um, during the next stage here, I'm actually not done. Okay. So I, I like the salespeople to not be done at this point with the sales process. There's actually one more uh, step that we're going to look at, which is the onboarding call, the kickoff call. So I will, uh, at this point, uh, ask to set up that, that final call with me. And, and that's sort of the, the passing of the baton, which we're going to get into. Um, but I think it's important and I'll explain why uh, salespeople should really be on that, that onboarding call in the next episode. Awesome. Cool. Well, let's go ahead and wrap up there. We'll move in. Make sure that you tune in next week to get the last step in the sales process and what that onboarding call looks like. One, Actually, one thing that I'm going to add here is on that kickoff call, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to have some way of seeing on this call because you're, you're trying to schedule it right there. Hopefully, you've maybe sent over some times ahead of time after working with your team. But you need to figure out who's going to be on that onboarding call. Um, and what's their schedule like? And can you have some kind of uh, calendar scheduling application or at least everyone's calendars up so that you're able to see that live on the call and not have to say, I think we can do this, but I want to check back with everybody on the team. Like The best case scenario is to get that scheduled live. Um, so set up some kind of system for that. If you want to see what we use, we use Acuity Scheduling um, and we use Google Calendar. But Acuity Scheduling is what we use to schedule all of that stuff. And we've got... Um, information on how we set that up for our marketing agency and all of that kind of jazz in another podcast that I host called Agency Toolbox. We'll link up to that uh, right inside the show notes here as well. All right. Well, we will talk to you next week where we go over the onboarding call. Until then, you can find the show notes as always at doinbound.com slash sales journey. And you can subscribe in iTunes to easily go through all the audio episodes and catch up on anything you may have missed. Thank you for listening to Inbound Sales Journey. You can find the show's notes for today's episode at doinbound.com slash sales journey. That's doinbound, all one word, dot com slash sales journey. Today's show is sponsored by Do Inbound, the world's first project and process management platform built specifically for inbound marketing agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. If you enjoyed this episode, why don't you head over to iTunes and subscribe. Make sure you leave us a review of the show. Until next time, remember, life is a journey. Keep moving forward.